Bokartov. We are continuing Parashat Tasriya. I want to try to work quickly today. Okay. Let's do as much as we can of the text. Let's go for it. Let's go for it. Uh, you know where we left off? I think we are now at uh, Shishi. We are up to Shishi. Okay, so yes. Oh, no, no. Yes, yes, Shishi. So yeah, we, did, we did the thing of the Beharot, right? And on, on Pasuk 38, Pasuk Lamed uh, Chet, we had a type of, of ailment or a type of skin uh, ailment, which is just white spots, not, not too white, because if it's too white, it could be tzarat, mm-hmm. but white spots on the skin called Beharot. And these, if, if the coin looks at it and he sees that they're darker, you know, they're not really so white, then it's a bohak. It's just a stain. And uh, it has come upon the skin and it's tahor. Okay, so the kohen, one of the main distinctions you'll make is between what would be called a bohak yes. or beharot levanot, and, uh, which is just a white sunspot stain, whatever you want to call it. It doesn't necessarily have to do anything with the sun, but it's just a white spot that's, that's not uh, tameh. And tzara'at, which would be white, it would spread and it would have white hairs in it, or on right. the beard or on the head right. it would have yes. uh, blonde hairs in it. Now the next thing talks, the next piece talks about, let's say the person, he loses all of the hair of either the back of his head or the front of his head. Yes. Okay? And because he loses all of the hair, in, we, don't, we can't use the color of the hair as, as a determinant yes. for the tzarat. Okay? So this is kind of similar to the, um, uh, the netek idea. But the netek idea, we had hair surrounding whatever spot there was. We had to shave around the spot, and then we could determine if it was spreading. Yes. If it was spreading, even if the hairs did not turn blonde, we still said it was a netek and it was sarat. But here, there's no hair surrounding it. It's just the white skin. Okay, so how, so the, 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 the determination of sarat is going to be just a little bit different. Okay, pasuk uh, 40. If a person's hair falls out, and this would be in uh, the back of the head, then he is tahor. And if in the front of his head the hair falls out, then it's called a gibeach and he's also tahor. Meaning just seeing hair loss is no sign of tzara'at. Okay, whether it's on the back of the head or the front of the head. Right, so that means a lot of men today would have hair loss. But if on the place of hair loss, in the front or of the back, there is a, uh, an ailment or a... White. What's the word they use for negative? White, white, like a friction streak. An affliction, right. An affliction that's white with a reddish right. hue. Yeah. Then, even if there's no hair in it, you know that it's sarat in the gabachat or in the... Uh, in the gabachat uh, or in the karachat, okay? So if it turns white where the hair was before, then you know it's sarat. But the, the loss tint, of a hair alone... The tint of red. And the reason I think that there is a chidushi, the reason we have to know this is because how did we describe a netek before? A netek was loss of hair, yes. plus it turned white, plus the hair turned yellow, yes. okay? But let's say... The skin did not, did not change in color. Now, now the question is, let's say I lose the hair, but there's nothing else that happens. So what we learn here is that if I lose all the hair and nothing else happens, mm-hmm. then it's just baldness. You know? 43. The 
Cohen looks at it and he sees that the the uh, the the affliction of the nega was white with a reddish hue. or basar, just like the look of tsaraat is the color of the skin. Then you know that the man is a tsarua, he has tsaraat, and he is impure. The Kohen shall surely make him Tameh with the affliction of his head. Okay. Or his plague is on his head. Okay, Pasuk 45. Yes. So now we, we finished basically all of the types of Tzara'at. Yes. Okay, what were the types of Tzara'at quickly? We had Se'et and Baheret, and then we had the Sapachat of Se'et and Sapachat of Baheret. These are all, uh, and, and basically the general rule was that Baheret would spread slower and had a con- contained a quarantine, uh, and uh, Se'et would come quickly Very and we could be quickly, right quickly determine if it was Sarat. Sometimes the Se'et would cover the whole body, in which case it was not even a Se'et anymore, it's just a, yeah. a thing. Yes. Then we had the two types of burns. Uh, we, had a, a, um, we had a boil and a burn, and basically the idea there was you can't determine Sarat. So long as the burn is still fresh or the boil is still, uh, the, the boil or the burn is still fresh, you have to, you have to wait to... for it to start to heal. And then if you see the tzarat is still there, then you know it's not just a byproduct of the burn. But if there is just a white spot there and it's not spreading and the hair doesn't turn white, then you know it's just a scar from the burn or from the boil. Okay, that was the second type. Then we saw, I think then we saw the netek, right? Yes, we saw the bold and boldness. Yeah, then we saw the netek, which was specifically on the beard area or on the head, where there's loss of hair, and the, the hair turn, and then the skin turns white, and the hair turns blonde. Then you know for sure that it is sarat. And what you do, let's say if there is, uh, if there is, you, if you wanted to see if it's sarat, and um, you don't have... I think if you only have the white skin, but you don't have the hair yet, and it's not so deep yet, then you shave around. But you leave a certain, a little, a little amount of hair to see if it spreads. Right. I don't, do, do you even leave a little? It says you just shave think, around the area. Yeah, I think, no, they think they leave some hair. Yeah, I, think, I saw that yeah. in, the, in the Midrashim and also. Yes, Whatever then, it is, you shave around the area, but you don't shave the area itself yes. to see if it's spreading. And if it spreads, then just like the other tzarats, you then you know. And now here, even if it spreads... Even if you don't see the hair turn blonde, but if it, it spreads nonetheless, it then is, that's it's enough to, to determine it's sarat. And then finally, we, we did the, the biharot, which are the, just the white spots, which you said are nothing. And then we had the case of baldness, so either the back or the front, where the person may have thought that, hey, if I'm bald, last time we said the netek is a little bald spot, then it must be tzara'at. So now that my whole head is bald on the back or on the front, it must be tzara'at for sure. And we said, no, it's only tzara'at if it comes with white skin with a reddish hue. Yes. Okay, and that was basically everything we did. Now, what does the tzara'at have to do once he sees that he's tzara'at? <laughs> what that he has tzara'at? Isolation. Pasuk mem Now the person who has tzara'at, that he has the affliction, his clothes shall be torn. V'rosho ye farua. And his head shall be left to, the hair should be left to grow. And he should cover up until his mouth with his clothing, meaning with his like, clothing of mourning, in a sense. And he should announce that he is Tameh. Yes, yes, I'm Tameh, I'm say, Tameh. I'm, 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 yeah, exactly. Wait, 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 wait. I have Tzarat. That's so deep. It's so right. Pazuk 46. And as long as he has the affliction, yes. he is Tameh. And he, he becomes impure and he remains Tameh. 
When he must dwell alone, outside the camp is the place of his dwelling. Okay, so he goes into the form of mourning and he dwells outside the camp until he heals. Now, the continuation of this piece about what happens to the guy outside the camp will be at the beginning of Parshat Mitzorah. In the meantime, the Torah turns its attention to another type of tzarat, which is not tzarat of the skin or the flesh. Tzarat of the clothing, exactly. Clothing or even vessels. Yes. There are different types of clothing or vessels. There is wool and linen. Then there are the strands of wool and linen, even when they're not fully made into a piece of clothing yet. And then you have leather. And all of these things can be made into clothing. And in the case of leather, I think it also be made into vessels. Vessels, correct. Okay. So... Uh, the basic rule is that if you see the tzarat on these things, if the tzarat for vessels is not white, it is green or red. Okay, that's the, the main difference between the, the tzarat for vessels and the, and the tzarat for skin. Skin is white, but for vessels it's going to be green or red. And when you determine that a vessel has tzarat, the rule is it must be burnt. burnt. Now let's say... Uh, and, and, and we'll go into the rest of the rules inside the text. Okay, Pasuk 47. When a clothing has a, an affliction of tzarat, whether it is wool or linen, or if it is in the warp or of the woof, for uh, um, linen or wool, or for leather or for anything that's made of leather, warp and woof are like... Um, Whenever you want to make a piece of clothing, and you have to you have to weave strands through the other strands of uh, of, of cloth, this is the right? So the one that goes straight up and down, and that's a... being held by the two objects, that is the warp. Yeah. Now whatever goes in between them and is and it goes up and down through that whatever those those straps is called the woof. It's in the process of making the clothing. I think I read that the point is to tell you that even if it's not even a ready vessel and you're in the process of making it, the strands themselves could become tummy. I think it says at the bottom there. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure, but um, yes. see if yes, you find yes, it there. Yes, yes, it says yes, it here? Yes, I think so. Because I read it, I studied it. Okay. This is crisscrossing, right? I'm, I'm sorry. By speaking the warp and the woof when they're not yet finished fabric, but they're ready for a woman, woman it, it, into one. Is it that finished threads of wool and linen accept Sarat? Finished threads, meaning even if it's not clothing, yes. just if it's threads. Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. Good. Pasuk forty-nine. Yeah. Now let's say the, the affliction on the piece of clothing or on the vessel is green or red. Then you know it is an, an affliction of tzarat. And it should be. It, it will be shown to the kohen. Now the coin knows that it's sarat, but you don't know if you have to burn the item yet. yet. Because it's sarat in the case of a vessel could get better. Yes. Okay? So he, he puts it into quarantine. He puts the, the vessel into isolation for seven days. And he looks at the, the affliction on the seventh day. Now he looks at it and he sees, behold, it has spread. Then, then the tzarat is a malignant tzarat and it is tameh. Now, 
In the case where it spreads, then for sure it's it's sarat, the whole thing must burn. be burnt. He should burn the clothing or the warp or the woof or the li- wool, or the, the linen or the leather that was made that has the affliction, that is a malignant sara'at and it must be burnt. Pesach 53, v'imiri ha'kohen. One second, but these coins they have between the checking for sara'at, between the korbanos, they have no time Right. The question is how common was sara'at? Yeah, this is, you know, the full-time world. Every no, seven I, days, I, it, check it could, the utensils, right, check right. the... The, 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 the people check the whole no, houses. The question is, how often did this occur? They were, were they getting tzarat? Were very com- oh, now, let, very let's, say, let's say tzarat was a very, very uncommon thing. Like, uh, so it was very unusual. So it was yeah, very, yeah. Very, uh, okay. If it's very, very unusual, yeah, then you have thousands wanted, of koanim yeah, no, and you only want... One... Nobody wants to get it because you have to... You've got to be humiliated in front of everybody. Yeah, yeah. Just go around and say, I'm contaminated. I'm contaminated. Right. So if it was a very uncommon thing and there's so many Kwanin, then this isn't the most, yeah. you know, it's not like Korban Tamid. Yeah. You have to bring it every day. Yeah. You know? Okay, okay. So maybe that could explain how they had time for all of this. Puzzle <laughs> <laughs> Now, if the Kwan, if it spreads, if the green or red spreads, then for sure it is Tamid. Now, if it does not, it did not spread. <laughs> On the warp, the wolf, or on any of the vessels. Then the coin shall command them to wash the vessel. Okay? And then he puts it in, in quarantine. quarantine for seven days. Then he looks at it after it was washed. If it has not spread, but it did not change. Just the same. If it's just the same, then, for, then it's still bad. Because you already know it is sarat. Yeah, the only the only way if it's going to get cl- cl- exactly lighter, the only lighter. the only way you can save the vessel once it gets sarat is if after washing it it, it goes starts to shrink. Yeah. But if it even stays the same, if nothing changes, then it's still tameh and you have to burn it. Okay. It is a uh, it is a pechetet. I, I don't know how to translate pechetet, but it's some kind of tumah. It's some kind of uh, affliction. It on the old clothing or on the new, whether it's on the old vessel or a new vessel. Okay, here it uses the word karachat or kabachat again, which is very strange. But the Chachamim save us by just reinterpreting it as having nothing to do with the head, with the beard or with the, with the front of the head or the back of the head. Bekarachto yeah, would be the old vessel and Bekabachto would be the new vessel. Okay? But the basic point is that you have to see improvement. If you don't see improvement in the tzara'at of the vessel, then you have, to burn it. you have to burn it. Exactly. Pasuk 56. Now if the Kohen looks and he sees that the, the, the affliction has gone, started to heal yes. after he washed it. Then he can separate it, he can rip it off the part of the vessel. So in those days especially, when they weren't all so wealthy and there wasn't an abundance of vessels everywhere and clothing. So it was very important to know that I could rip off the edge of my garment and still wear the rest of it. It's still, it's usable. So if it's getting better, then you just rip off the area of the tzara'at. Now if it appears again, after you've torn off that piece that was, that was, that was then, tzara'at, then, then you know that it is springing and you have to burn the whole yes. thing. Whatever had the... So this is not different than, than after, you know... In, it's very similar to the other one yes, where we said yes. there's no statute of limitations yes, where yes. if he determines that it has not spread or that it covered the entire body so it is tahor, 
he's still, uh, if it comes back all of a sudden, then you, you go back to the coin and you can determine that you are Tameh. Okay, 58. Now, whenever you took the clothing that was washed and all of a sudden the affliction completely goes away, then there's nothing to rip off. So you we just wash it. it one more time and then, you use it. and then you're good. Okay, so it will take two mikveh tries. Is it washed in the mikveh? I think so. Yeah. Most, I think most of the washing here is mikveh. Yeah. Okay, This is the law of the, the affliction of sarat, whether a clothing of wool or clothing of linen, or with the warp or the woof, or any vessel. Whether it is Tameh or for to, to pronounce it as Tameh or to pronounce it as Tahor. Okay? So that last thing was on the vessels. The main difference is that it's going to be green or red. And if you don't see any improvement after you put that thing into quarantine, or into, then you have to burn it. If you do see improvement, you could tear off the piece. If it goes away, and then you, you just have to wash it again and you yes. could use the vessel. Okay, that was the summary. Back, yeah. Now, Parshad Mitzorah, maybe we should do a couple of psukim. Parshat uh, Mitzorah is, is the houses come at the end. Okay? Okay. The order is that we're going to do the system of purification. How you can come and then the once house. we finish the system of purification, yes. we're going to have for the system of purification, there's going to be a lot of korbanot that must be brought. It must bring three. And in the first case, he must bring sheep. Now, in, if he can't afford sheep, then he could bring Dog. the birds as usual, okay? And, and when we finish all of that, it's going to be the middle of the parasha. Then the second half of the parasha talks about the case of the house. Wow. And then, at the end of the parasha, why we have then uh, the, the, the parasha of Zav and Zavah. The houses used to find a lot of uh, gold and things in the world. And then we have Nida also this week, wow, yeah. so much. <laughs> okay, so the parasha is split between the cleansing process or the, the korban process of the Mitzvah who wants to come back into the camp. Then there is the process of, what do we say? The the, then there's the process of the Tzarat of the house. Yes. Then there is then Zav or Zavah. These are non-Nida non, non yes, uh, emissions yes. that come from the man or the woman. And then we have Nida. Wow. And then next week we go back to the story. Is the same concept as what we studied for the Korbanot. Yeah, so what, we know that we're, this whole thing is one large tangent of teaching of, te- of, of, teaching of mitzvot, what of mitzvot to... about Tuma and Tahara. Yes. We basically covered all of the mitzvot of Tuma and Tahara, whether wow. it's animal, touching an animal, eating an animal, uh, uh, this type of tzara, that type of tzara, zav, zavah, childbirth. Every, every type of Tuma is covered in this little tangent in Sefer Vayikra. Okay, Baruch Adonai Lulam. Amen, amen. Amen, amen. Oh, yeah.